Oh, oops, now we're live. Now we're live. Oh, man, we had, we went silent. We were silent for the first uh, 10, 15, 20 seconds there. How's it going, guys? Silent start. Um, It is Tuesday, March 21st, 2023 AD. And uh, 9.02 a.m. U.S. Pacific uh, daylight time. And speaking of late, my later in my later years, I too wear short, will wear shorts outside to get some sunshine on those legs, just like phony Fauci. So Tony has security twenty four seven. Tony is in Fauci. Tony Fauci. Tony. It started in the spring of twenty twenty. Yeah, when they go with us everywhere we go. I never answer the door. I never answer the phone. We don't get any mail at the house. Apparently, this is Fauci's wife. You feel like you have to be aware all the time that there's a possible danger. I think she's younger than him. You didn't uh, smell the rose yesterday. Want to smell it? See if you can smell it? Yeah, let me (laughs) see. See if you can smell it? (laughs) Treat him like a child. Stop and smell the roses, Fauci. (sighs) Got it? (sighs) Good. Yeah. He's well mic'd too. Some of the hey. messages make me furious. I mean, I Is get that some security right there behind him. You know, <laughs> nice. Dang. You're gonna rot in hell, and whoa, you should be hung. Hey. Uh, you know, things like that. I of course disavow that. What's this? We want you to pay Wuhan animals. I mean, animal it's very lab. sad, actually. <laughs> Sometimes it's scary, but mostly it's sad. Oh, uh, funny. I mean, there are two things that are true. One is I know how hard he works and how much he cares about what he's doing, and I also get to see lots of positive feedback that he gets from people. Thanks. One of my heroes. Yeah, good to see you. One of my Take heroes. Care. You would think Liberal. some of the gratitude was a positive thing. It doesn't feel positive. It feels exposed. You feel so exposed. I mean, that just doesn't feel, that doesn't feel good. That's not a positive way to go through life. Now you know what it's like being famous. Some people said that Fauci liked the limelight. Isn't that the price of the limelight? He certainly didn't seem to shy away from those me- all those media interviews and jumping up to the front of the, s- the podium uh, with his mentee because his, men- his mentee said, she- he's my mentor. I have to let him talk. The fine print says all bars, bars, <laughs> bars, and uh, restaurants. Gotta be shut down, <laughs> or something like that. I don't want to. I don't want to say it with too much of a dog whistle tone in my voice. <laughs> He's Italian, not a normal white. Anyway, guys, we're gonna have a fun loosey goosey Tuesday show, aren't we? Poor Anthony Fauci. That was apparently his wife. It was a PBS feature. I saw it. It was a tip from a hat tip to Big Bump, and um. There may be, I may have another clip of Fauci to show to you guys. By the way, I have an appearance this evening. And also, by the way, Joel Friday TV is live right after Hake today, Tuesday, every Tuesday, 11 a.m. ish. <laughs> 11 ish. Depends on how quickly I get out of here. Terrible accent, Hake. <laughs> oh, well, I had fun with it, man. I enjoy hearing myself. Typical Italian, JK. Um, yeah, I'm going to be on Caught in the Middle. 
thehakereport.com slash appearances. Check it out. Caught in the Middle. It's a new show by a veteran, a military veteran, that is, who uh, caught Hake on Modern Day Debate. And he's like, let me invite this guy on my show, my little show. And I call it little because he just started it. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. We're going to kick it off with a bang, hopefully. So... Caught in the middle, all one word, 0823. Caught in the middle, 0823 is the at sign, the tag for his YouTube channel. Family man, military man, young man, relatively young man, probably my age, plus or minus 10 years or so, 12, 15 maybe. I don't know, he may be my age. And I'm going to talk today about the ICC International Criminal Court. Because they, they issued an arrest warrant <laughs> for Putin. And I laugh because they also, didn't they go after Trump? And he, in response, like he, uh, didn't they sanction those guys? I think they sanctioned the ICC, International Criminal Court, Globo Homo mess. They uh, want to arrest Putin over uh, capturing Ukraine children and deporting them or something. Maybe he's protecting them. Ever think of that? But who knows? And I have some, uh, a little flashback um, of Antony Blinken, who's talking all tough, taking the side of the ICC against Putin. And he was against Trump and all of that mess. And UK, the UK Met, is that the police in London? They're racist and sexist and homophobic, <laughs> even though they fly the, the gay pride, false, fla- false pride flag, false flag. <laughs> It's a false flag. What a mess. All that and your calls, if you would like to call in, and your super chats. There was some, I am remiss in not reading all of them. But anyway, guys, that was a long intro. Let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. guys doing i am fine i was walking through those flowers with fauci good call nick nick is the uh man the board man board operator and he selected one of the hake uh b-roll footages footage things footage items and uh beautiful flowers i'm looking at it on delay on twitter um i should have stopped to smell them if i had a wife uh, she could tell me, do you want to smell the flowers today? You didn't just get to smell them yesterday. And I'll do it. Ah, that's good. <laughs> Whatever the guy said. Anyway, <laughs> terrible. Can you picture Hake being married? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hake being 80-something years old. Shout out to phony Fauci. He's 80-something years old. Isn't that awesome? Right on, man. Is that awesome? <laughs> I don't know if that's awesome. It's cool, though. He's short, but he's very able-bodied. <laughs> she would have to submit, says Nick. 
Big talk. Big talk. Uh, Willie Powell bought a coffee yesterday, and I'm remiss in not reading it. And speaking of beautiful scenery, he says, thanks for sharing your walk at the beach, James. Yeah, I, went, I took my wife. No. Uh, God's creation is unmatchable. Beautiful place. Yeah. And it's clearly a ball, too. The earth? <laughs> Side note. Hat tip to the flat earthers. There are many flat earthers who watch Hake. They love me irregardless of my bald-tarded, bald-tardness, bald-tardianity. Bald-tardation. Thank you, Nick. Nick knows English better than Hake. Um, Except for the grammar stuff. Very selective grammar stuff. (laughs) Niche. It's my niche thing. Uh, Yeah, thanks, Willie, pal. Appreciate that. Thanks for the support, as always. He He gave me that on Buy Me a Coffee dot com slash the hake report um nice very kind and um over on streamlabs and uh ko-fi i'm checking for those as well as um odyssey and rumble silence is violence is the sentinel yeah <laughs> fauci phony fauci shall i play this clip this is kind of edgy Okay, I disavow this clip entirely. First of all, it's a black guy talking, and and he's talking some sense, but I disavow it, irregardless, which is not a word. It's my second time saying it um, today. Well, on this show, uh, Brick underscore Suit tweeted, "Want to see Tony Fauci in D.C. Mayor Mayor Muriel Bowser?" Get shut down as they go door to door promoting the J4B. That's jab. In 2021, here you go. Couldn't post this pre Elon, he said. And it's a two minute clip. And again, I totally disavow this, guys, because, because it's safe and effective. It's safe and effective. It's safe and effective. Sounds like a buzzword to me. But here's the clip 13. Uh, 2021 flashback. People in America are not settled with the information that's been given to us right now. So I'm not going to be lining up taking a shot on a vaccination for something that wasn't clear in the first place. And then you all create a shot in miraculous time. It takes... Years to create vaccination. Well, it used to take years. Okay, it used to. You know how you know how many years were invested in this guy's young and healthy, by the way. Approach about twenty years of science to get us to be able to do it. Twenty years is not enough, and nine months is definitely not (laughs) enough for nobody to be taking no vaccination that you all came up with. The only reason I'm talking to you right now, as close as we are, is that I've been vaccinated. Right. But if it allow thousands of people like you don't get vaccinated, you're going to let this virus continue to percolate in this country and in this something like the common flu, then, right? And and that's like not much more serious. I just about that. Well, the flu kills a lot of people annually too. You know how many people died of the flu the last year? I mean, not this year, virtually none. But the previous year, about twenty to thirty thousand. You know how many people have died from COVID nineteen in the United States? 600,000 Americans. Well, you, well, that, well the, the number that you all are giving that died, that's, that's once again, 
That's you all's number. You gonna pass. Yeah, definitely. I disavow. Because when you start talking about paying people to get vaccinated, when you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated, it's something else going on. Look at him. He's healthy. Something yeah, else. Something else. Drinking water. There is something going yeah. on. Yeah. Something else. You're right. But I'm glad millions of people like me and most everybody here. Muriel Bowser is black. You know what their incentive was? Protecting their health and protecting the city. Well, but that, I, well, I won't keep okay, you it's anymore. It's okay. Because my, 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 my incentive y'all campaign is about fear. It's about inciting fear in people. You all attack people with fear. That's what this Be pandemic afraid. is. It's a fear. It's fear, this pandemic. That's all it is. Dang. Here's Fauci taking it. You got to take his pills now. <laughs> nah, I don't know what he took. Anyway, I don't know where that was from. Maybe that was from that band movie that I disavow. Um, but I don't know. Anyway, I saw that on Twitter. Hat tip to that Kang. <laughs> says Sean. Well, he says preach Kang. But, uh, you know, there's some. he makes some interesting points about... Um, I don't know. Uh, the only the only main thing that I would especially have to disavow, <laughs> hey, disavowing. Uh, I don't. I, I can't say like a mug, right? Um, is that it's about like the flu, right? But he did say that's y'all's number. I don't know if he said y'all's. That's your number. And he did say it's about fear. And the fear is not good for you. He's, that's right. I told you in Hake News at the end of hour one of the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Newsflash. Fear mongering and communist shutdowns. Not exercising and arresting people for going out on their, own, on their lonesome at the beach and rowboating or whatever. Kayaking. Same thing, right? Um, Put the clamp down on getting your fitness levels up, which your fitness level is good for your health. Duh. Probably better even than a vaccination. Oh, that was hand sanitizer, said Big Pump. Oh. Dang. Oops. Uh, Americans, this is from Commie Nonsense Network today. Americans, quote unquote, I'm shaking my head. They throw that word around took fewer steps during the height of the scamdemic. I call it a scamdemic, which I, of course, disavow that it was all a scam. But I'm talking about, how they, I, in my opinion, they didn't need to shut everything down and make healthy people like that young man, relatively young man, or he, even if he's not young, he's fit. Uh, try to act like they need, like everybody needs it. The it. I won't elaborate what I'm talking about. I mean the vax. I don't know if everybody needed it. <laughs> I don't really know if anybody needed it. I think that it probably helped some. Probably helped a lot. Um, so they took fewer steps during the height of the scamdemic, and they still haven't gotten their mojo back. And Comedy Nonsense Network uses the word mojo, and I took issue with that word because it doesn't sound very Christian. It may even have African origin. Unchristian African, not like the Christian Ethiopians or whatever. Or there's some of these other African countries who clamp down on the gay agenda in their countries. They don't like it. There's like this G word, G named, named, the name of the country has, starts with a G or something. 
Not Ghana, I don't think. Anyway, mojo means magic or something unchristian. But that's per a new study. It took a study to learn this. No, we already knew it. Steps have dropped since COVID-19, and the trend is worrisome, study says. Ooh, who could have predicted that? On average, people are taking about 600 fewer steps per day than before the scamdemic began. One study author, Dr. Evan Bertain, associate professor of cardiovascular medicine at Vanderbilt University Medical Center in uh, Nashville. Huh, cardiovascular. That has to do with the heart and the, uh, and the veins and, and arteries and stuff, right? <laughs> Make some I disavow shirts, ache. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Uganda. Thank you. you. Yeah, Uganda. Doesn't start with a G, but it has a G in it. Yeah, Uganda is somewhat, somewhat Christian. But the radical homosexual agenda wants to force that stuff. Globo Homo wants to force that stuff. They closed gyms. They said, safer at home. Does this, was this... One of the thoughts included in the life years lost in that Revolver News article from the uh, shutdowns. Anyway, it's pretty obvious. You guys know that it's, you know, the uh, shutdowns weren't good for you. It wasn't good for health. Oh, but they got rid of, they got rid of the flu. They made it virtually non-existent a year or so there. According to Fauci and them. Which I believe. I believe it. Right? I believe what they tell me. Let me get to a call or two, guys. You can call in 888-775-3773. Put a 1 in front of it if you're dialing via Skype. 1-888-775-3773. It's free via Skype, even overseas. Jeff in Louisiana is on the line. Jeff, thanks for calling, man. How are you doing? We're going to have ourselves. Doing well. Thank you. I have a question for you. One of y'all... Played it like the video you just played about the vaccinations. My question is: Is why y'all downplay the vaccinations when you had to take them to go to San Antonio, wherever y'all went to do that show at the last time? You had to take them to fly. So why do y'all downgrade them? I mean, I mean, I'm not for them. I'm not for them or against them, but I'm just saying. You know, why do y'all downplay them? I mean, if you had to take it, if you're taking it yourself to have to travel out of state to fly. You think we had to? You think we had to take the vax to travel out of state to fly? Yes, you do. It's, it's a it's a it's a regulation. It's required. Really, I didn't. I was not aware of that. Um, you're, so you're assuming that we took it to go to um, like the Uncle Tom premiere, which I didn't go to, but I think Nick, host of Nick's Stream, the anchor baby, he went. And uh, okay, well, my, my, okay, and I, I don't I'm know. If, apology, I'm wrong. Well, you didn't take it. Well, I'm not saying whether we did or not. That's private. That's private medical information. So I don't, I don't reveal whether I took it or not. I don't know if Nick wants to reveal. I don't think that Jesse has commented either way on whether he took it. But, yeah, I wouldn't assume that we did it. But what do you mean by downplay? You mean, like, den- denigrate it or, or deny it or, like, deny the goodness about it? Yeah, or? I, I, what do you mean I, downplay? I deny what then, well... We all know what comes from. We know what's done. We know how to we know how to prevent it. The the, the government's trying to make money off of us. All it is, but 
downplaying the fact of new vaccination. I like the, I like the guy, I like the guy you played the video on. I agree with. Oh, you agree it with that guy, that black guy? It, the foot. The, yeah, it was. It was a government fit. thing. It was government. I mean, it was made by the government, so he knew. What was? What was made by the government? The vax or the, the vaccination? Virus? Oh, okay. I mean, well, the the virus itself. Oh, I disavow such statements. Well, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm disavowing because of the sake of my channel, but also because I don't yeah, know, I know that. I know you got disavow for your channel, but I'm saying the the virus. They're showing they're showing money trails. But, but what do you mean? Someone. Hold on, man. I don't know what you mean by downplay. Do you mean uh? <laughs> Do you mean flew in the Bond private plane? Says Gotcha Six. <laughs> uh, downplay means we act like it's not important. Are you saying that I'm acting like the vaccine is not important? Like in like it's not a good thing, like it, or it's not a bad thing? Like it's not a good thing. Yes, I'm oh. Down, down. oh yeah, I yeah, I don't think it's as great as as they say that it is. It may be it may be good for some, right? It may be good for many, but I don't think it's good for all, and it's certainly not good to, you know, they they push that safe and effective thing, and that was so phony. It was like a buzzword. It was a, uh, oh, he disconnected. It was a catchphrase. Call back if you can, man. Call back. Tell him to call back, uh, because I want to talk through it a little bit more. But, uh. Let's but but pretending that I was forced to get it and I got it, or I whatever. Pretending that I let's say that I got it doesn't mean that I can't still criticize it, or criticize their messaging about it, or their propaganda about it. Lots of people, lots of people got it. No, Hake, just stop. What do you mean? <laughs> lots of people got it and they still would criticize it. Because there were there were some people pressured to get, and I don't. I'm not for that type of pressure. And a lot of people got it, and they're fine. I think, hopefully. Let me get to a, another super chat here on uh, DLive.tv slash The Hague Report. Yes, I'm still live on DLive. I downplay DLive. I don't promote DLive much because I don't think I can get my money out of DLive. But I suppose I could transfer it to JLP. JLP's, most of the time, it will get his money out of DLive. DLive, bunch of liberals, Chinese, Tricoms. They banned everybody after that guy uh, baked Alaska. Yoba, year of baked Alaska. Uh... He streamed inside the Capitol during the mostly peaceful protest that got a little out of hand in places, and it turned into a riot of sorts. No fires, even though that one black guy, Black Lives Matter agitator who was participating in the riot, was like, let's burn this beer down. But anyway, Greenwall gave a diamond. Thank you, man. Green underscore wall. Gave a diamond and said, Fallen State interview, Martin Sempa from Uganda. Oh, that guy was from Uganda, huh? Shout out to Uganda. See, all Africa ain't bad. (laughs) I never said that it was. (laughs) 
caveman says there was a news anchor passed out live on air. We can only speculate. Speculate, right? Because we don't know. We don't know. Pharmacia worshippers, be aware, son. Says Dennis twenty twenty over on Rumble. Agreed. I totally agree. Pharmacia, isn't that like devilish? Is that the is that the root word? For uh, witchcraft or something like that? He spelled it with a K. Makes it look more devilish, satanic. Witchcraft. Witch doctory. So, um, yeah, and then I played earlier this, uh, earlier this uh, show... That tip from Big Bump Fauci walking with his shorts with, the, with his apparent wife, with a voiceover of that apparent wife talking about how mean people are and how they have to have security ever since spring of 2020 when they shut down the whole country and messed people's lives up. But he is not responsible single-handedly for that. He's just the scapegoat, honestly. Phony Fauci, you know what I mean? Jelly Bean? That guy's... He loved the limelight, so I kind of get what you're talking about. I kind of get what you're talking about, and he was pushing that stuff, and he was like a mama spirit, total mama spirit. He loved Hillary Clinton. He loved that one woman, uh, MSLSD lesbian host, (sighs) Rachel Maddow. He loved people like that. That's his crew. Probably that guy who told him, I'm a big, oh, you're my hero. You're one of my heroes. <laughs> a male, a male telling Fauci that you're one of my heroes. How, how, how is he a hero? He just talks and gives maybe his best understanding. Maybe he's trying to be sort of honest, even though he's a liberal, female minded liberal who takes the side of Hillary Clinton. Uh, but he's a scapegoat because everybody, the whole culture was for the shutdowns. The mama spirit, fear, like that black guy said, fear. And as JLP said, women have fear. And so they're trying to force everybody to wear a mask even when they're miles away from one another. (laughs) I'm exaggerating. By miles, I mean like feet or even yards, which is roughly equivalent to meters, you foreigners. Um, Away from each other. Oh, put on your blanking mask. Newsflash, anger is bad for your health. Worse for your health than probably not masking when you're meters away from one another. Outdoors, in fresh air. Wrong more than a weatherman, says Mike Gibson. Are you talking about Fauci? And he's just the face of it. There's all the whole culture from the local politicians to the local so-called health people to the state, the federal... Everything. The federal didn't even have the power to shut us all down. People just agreed to it. Trump shut everything down, says Covert Over. Two weeks to crush the curve. March 13th, 2020. I remember that. Uh, But they were like following the recommendations. CDC recommendations. The locals. The locals didn't have to comply. They did not have to comply, I don't think. The locals were like, oh, we follow the CDC, even though, like we covered before, they don't follow the guidelines on 
uh, not eating rare steak or medium rare cooked um, burgers and stuff. It has to be well done, according to the CDC guidelines. They don't follow the CDC guidelines with regard to that. Only with regard to the fear, much fear-mongered China virus. But they don't call it that. Anyway, let me tell you a little bit about the ICC. International Criminal Court. Coming on Sense Network reported, and I mentioned this, joke of a Secretary of State, Antony Blinken. What a name. How embarrassing. I don't know why it's embarrassing, but it just doesn't sound tough. And Antony Blinken. <laughs> Shout out to the Antonys. I've known an Antony. He was a good guy. Indonesian, I think. I've never known a Blinken. <laughs> he called out the Chinese President Xi Jinping's visit to Russia. Moscow. Moscow's in Russia. <laughs> I learned that. I was like, Moscow, Germany? <laughs> Terrible. Saying it. The, his visit, the Chinese President Xi Jinping's p- visit, provided diplomatic cover for Putin, according to The Hill and the Common Nonsense Network, because it comes days after the Globo Homo International Criminal Court. What kind of a court is that? That's some um, half-baked, trumped-up, bony, rickety, thrown-together little court, but it's in a cool sounding place called The Hague. Am I pronouncing that correctly? The Hague. How do you pronounce this? It's in the Netherlands. It's a city in the Netherlands called The Hague. A city called The, with the first word The. (sighs) Sounds serious. But then you find out it's in the Netherlands, and you're like, oh, please. No, shout out to Holland, the Netherlands, the Dutch. We love the Dutch. Do we not? If we love anybody? Speaking of love, I have some fun, more fun Mary Rice Hopkins music to play with, play for you guys. Uh, children's music. It's nice. It's Christian. It's not anything but morally straight. It's very morally straight. Um, in The Hague, they, they issued an arrest warrant for Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Who's... Who are they connected to? I don't think America is connected to them. Here's a note from NPR 2020. I have some screenshots from this mess. Flashbacks from the ICC, International Criminal Court. Trump Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. You could call him a rhino and you would probably be right. But irregardless, he's right about this. He might even be a Christian. He call, At least by na- in name, he's a Christian. He called the ICC a thoroughly broken and corrupt institution. That's from an NPR headline. I think I have that one. It has the black lady in it. And I may be using the term loosely. Look at this black lady. Is she mildly attractive? (laughs) Don't get sensitive, ladies. We love and cherish the ladies. Why do you have to comment on... On the appearance of every woman. (laughs) Because it's fun. And we cherish the ladies, the women. This black woman, she has nice a nice hairdo. I don't know if that's her natural hair. 
Uh, it's very straight and clean and short, crop cut. And then she has these big old lips and nose, black lady. You know, mildly attractive. A little, a little chunky. It's okay. It's maybe not okay, like good for you health-wise, but, you know, a lot of people, a lot of grown adults are a little fat. And you don't know how active she is, so she may be healthy at any size. And it's good to be active, irregardless, even if you don't get skinnier from it. Um, International Criminal Court Chief Prosecutor, this lady, and I may be using the term loosely, Fatou Bensouda. Bensouda. F-A-T-A, no, F-A-T-O-U is her first name. Bensouda. S-B-E-N-S-O-U-D-A. Has been, was added during Trump's tenure, first term, right? Trump's first term, to the U.S. Treasury's sanctions list. She is the leading, she's leading the court's investigation into U.S. war, alleged U.S. war crimes in Afghanistan. War crimes. That's another politicized buzzword. I say, I say, I get that you can do worse things or better things or less worse things in war if you have like gentlemen's rules, civilizational rules in how you conduct your warfare, gentlemen's war. But these people talking about their war crimes stuff, they're using that stuff to go after the whites, the Christians. Uh, I think they probably, I imagine that they would have done that to Germany when they were no angels either, you know, maybe. They tend to, like, exaggerate, not be quite honest about different things, and they're going after the United States. These international groups. (laughs) So this lady, an investigator, she's all dressed. Show her picture one more time, Nick, Nicholas, Nick, uh... She looks like she's dressed up like a, like a, it's not a George Washington look. It's like a big old robe thing, and then it has this goofy collar thing that just hangs down. Serves no purpose other than a con- color contrast, I guess, and it's fancy looking. It's like hanging past on the other side of her buttons, which her buttons are fancy too, and they look cool too, but it doesn't seem to be hanging correctly. And she's all dressed up in this phony judge garb. She thought that, uh, Nick thought that that was an inside shirt, but I think it's hanging from outside. It's like one of those clip-on things. (laughs) Not clip-on. I don't want to say the other word. I almost said a different word, but it didn't sound right saying that. I'll just call it clip-on. Phony lady. Well, I'm glad that Trump went after the black females. (laughs) Just as he went after everybody who was wrong. Or who went after him. Do you agree with me? She's mildly attractive. <laughs> I forgot to ask Nick if he got, if he got the vax. I'll have to talk to you later. You want to talk right, right now? Uh, you want to comment on this story? Or you wait till we talk about the vax? Okay. Um, the Guardian reported Trump Attorney General Bill Barr, who may also be a rhino. Hang, hang on, callers. Suggested the ICC, International Criminal Court, had a long history of financial corruption and malfeasance. Whatever that is. Malfeasance. Doesn't sound good, though. Mal is short for bad. It's like a... Anyway. And feasance is 
whatever. At the highest levels of the office of the prosecutor, Bill Barr referred to the ICC as, quote, little more than a political tool employed by unaccountable international elites. Elites. And Trump said, you're the elites. You're the elites. (laughs) Uh, But these people are elitist, meaning arrogant, the haughty, the high and mighty. Quote, unquote. Some of those people that Jesse Lee Peterson was talking about in his opening monologue today on on his show. I'm on his network. You know, the people in high places. (laughs) You guys are talking about she would beat me in a fist fight. She would body slap Hake. This, uh, the black lady that I was bashing. (laughs) Mildly attractive. Hake, you need to go forgive mama. (laughs) This is a water or a water. Uh, So a couple more phony human rights. Human rights. International uh, Criminal Committee? What is it? International Criminal Court. Uh, This is from Human Rights Watch. Human Rights Watch? This is from 2020. Donald Trump's attack on the ICC shows his contempt for the global rule of law. That's what Human Rights Watch says. Isn't Human Rights Watch one of those radical homosexual groups that pushes the radical gay agenda? And this is an article written by Elizabeth Evanson. Well, don't worry your pretty little head about global rule of law. It's a big word for a little lady. Elizabeth Evanson, director of International Justice Program. You wouldn't know justice if it slapped you in the face. I'm going out on a limb and speculating. (laughs) She's on Twitter, at Liz underscore Evanson, E-V-E-N-S-O-N. But don't harass her, guys. Does Brandon M. still catch the show? He can go harass her because he does it responsibly. Harass responsibly. But don't harass these people. (laughs) Uh, Human Rights Watch. I did a show one time. Everybody talking about this lady, black lady would beat Hake up. <laughs> Whatever. You guys don't know me. I'm like Bruce Lee. You I may have small arms, but I'm maybe quicker and stronger than you may realize. Maybe. <laughs> plus or minus. She would plus or minus. Whoop. Hake's rear. U.S. sanctions on International Criminal Court. Human Rights Watch. Human Rights Watch. Human rights is a communist buzzword. I didn't finish my statement. Every one of those organizations, I know some of you guys think that you're for human rights. No, you're not. There's no such thing. It's a communist buzzword. It's a meaningless statement. It's to pretend that the gay agendas should be pushed. It's to pretend that the women should be able to kill the babies. It's to smear men as rapists and stuff. (laughs) And I would not do that, Mike Gibson, unless it was justified. Um, it's a bunch of evil stuff. It's to clamp down on Christians and whites and then, uh, for good measure, the Ugandans and other Christian African countries. Hey, you injured yourself walking at the beach. You have no chance against a shibun. <laughs> Whoa, you can't call her that. I disavow. 
I shouldn't have read that out loud. Um, Human Rights Watch. Bunch of liberals. Let me get to Daniel in Florida. A first-time caller on the line. Daniel in Florida, how are you doing? Doing awesome. Glad you're talking to you, Hake. Nice. You're watching the show. Um, I was, I was going to bring up, I don't know if you know about this uh, new law that was passed in Florida. I'll give a backstory. Basically, uh, some white sympathetics, they weren't white positive, but they were white sympathetic. Okay. Um, I guess we're passing out flyers outside of some, around some commercial buildings. And they were focused more on, I guess, hatred of one race rather than just focusing on love for their own. Oh. And as an outcome of this in Florida, some law was passed where if you have, like, distribute flyers, um, like, let's say, on a commercial building or littering, anything that would be illegal to do with the flyer as it is, they now add it as a hate crime. So, like, if you hand somebody a flyer that says anything about race, and then um, the person you hand it to, like, litters it. Wow. You're not only, you, you get in trouble for littering, but you litter the hate crime. And they, now it's like, and it... That's ridiculous. Like, well, first of all, like, if they're going to be so blatant, why don't they at least be blatant? Yeah. Like, you're not trying to get them in trouble for littering, you're trying to get them in trouble for the message. Right. I know. But, um, That's ridiculous. I remember playing some clip... Of this sheriff or some guy, or maybe a, and or a uh, politician pushing this type of hate crimes enhancement in the state of Florida, and it's pushing it against the whites who are criticizing the Jews or whatever, right? And they're talking about yeah. anti-Semitism, a rash of anti-Semitism, um, uh, in Florida. Like, that's going to help spread love towards the Jewish people. You're only going to spread more resentment and suspicion and false accusations. It's division. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's exactly. evil. Would, one thing, I guess, just, well, I'm not, you know, I'm like positive. Okay. I don't know what, I, Quite I don't, positive. It's uh, like any race. I just like, I just love Western con. Nice. But I mean, I, and, but also, you know, I guess just anywhere out in Florida, you know, just telling everyone, be careful with how you go about. Um, and this is why it's more important also, like most important to practice, you know, proper lexicon, proper way to go about saying stuff. If yeah. somebody's like, you of, you know, being like, oh, you're just hating people, but nothing he said was about another race. It was just about anti-whitism or something. You come back, it's like, no, you wish you, as like you are hating people on the basis of race. Have you ever tried not hating anybody and just, like, turn it back on them? Right. But make sure to not turn it back on them using their language. But yeah, because that's um, the language of Satan. And you know what? I think that's why I, I like JLP so much, because when you're led by calm and the spirit and not listening to thoughts that or, or react, reactions to react at people, then you're you're gonna respond wisely, and uh, like you'll the spirit will give you the right words to say to the people or not say, not react. And I think that you may be referring to that group that I covered, where this guy was 
this guy confronted an interracial couple and then said, you know, whites are on, whites are on a decline and you're just throwing away so, such and such thousands of years of, of your heritage or whatever. And then it turned out that those guys were from this group that's really strongly criticizing the Jews. Some of them probably hate the Jews. Maybe a, maybe a bunch of them do. And they act like they're for the whites, but they do stuff that only gets themselves, oftentimes gets themselves in trouble and brings down trouble on everybody. Gives, yeah. gives them the excuse to clamp down on the false excuse, of course, because it's not a real excuse, to clamp down on free speech. I think it's the, the GDL, Goyam Defense League or something like that. Which I don't, oh, yeah, the anti-white, uh, the anti-white dick lookers. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't know what you said, but I'm not sure what you said. But don't repeat any cuss words on my show. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no yeah. Worries, man. That, yeah okay. Sorry, but yeah. I, but anyways, um, no. Not to be confused with the ADL Anti-Defamation oh. League. I'm talking about the the GDL, which is a group that's anti-ADL. Oh. But they're. I suspect that they are. They've gotten criticism for this. They go too far with some of their stuff, and they get. Like I said, they get themselves in trouble and bring trouble on, on whites when they're trying to stand up for whites. I, I don't know if you've heard of those, that group. I thought that you were trying to avoid mentioning them, which I appreciate. Yeah, I'll, I'll look in. I'll, I'll look just out of curiosity who they are. I'll look that up now. But, um, but yeah, anyways, um, I guess tell people, you know, be careful. Check out your stream. They could also check out, you know, the Go Free Stream too, which you know them. But uh, you yeah, know, I've been they, on that guy's. That that's guy, a completely that guy's different show. time. Yeah, yeah, and so like, yeah, that, that you know, stuff like that'll help. Not just legal situations, like how to say stuff properly and stuff. But I guess main thing is just you know now it's we can't. Um, you got to be more careful to not go like not initiate a conversation, but it's on a certain property or something. Yeah, and try to use like let not tangible speech. Be wise. Uh, unfortunately, now I guess for people in Florida, that's I mean that's the way I go about it now. Florida of all places. Look, <laughs> I know. Florida is supposed to be the Santas before. Yeah. Remember before he was playing like he was all like like positive, and then he was, and then I bet he's going to accept this bill. But Probably. Like, and then, Perhaps like, so. Uh, yeah, he ended up uh, accepting a policy that used the R word, R-ism. Oh, yeah. Saying before, he's like, no, I'm going to put anti-whiteism. He said he was going to use this language, and then it was like the exact opposite language. But um, so I bet Ron DeSantis, you know, he's probably going to accept the policy. But yeah. I want you to everybody know, you know, in Florida, you know, we have groups. Uh, I mean, one go free club. That helps people in Florida, you know, just uh, oh, okay, teach man. them how to talk right and stuff like that in their situation. Well, they I want to go about things the right way. I don't want to promote. I don't want to promote that stuff too much. I know and I am familiar with, and I appreciate um, No White Guilt, who's I'm blanking on his real name, but uh, oh, Jason Kone. Ah, man, yeah. he told me how to yeah. pronounce his name. I forget how to pronounce his name. I appreciate that guy. I don't want to promote yeah. well, that I'm stuff not, too much because. It's not so much the ideology, just as far as make helping people like do things safe. Like if I was about to like, if you're about to go do something, even if 
what you were doing wasn't immoral or anything. Yeah. And there was a legal way to do it in a way that's not, I'm not going to let someone just like go do something that's going to get in trouble, especially if they didn't mean any, you know, harm. Right. But well, the thoughts, you know. the thoughts, these, some, some thought or idea that pops into your mind that gets you excited to do something is oftentimes, maybe almost always going to be wrong. And that's why JLP is right. Jesse Lee Peterson, I don't know if you're familiar, uh, to advise people, stay away from anger and don't listen to the thoughts because the thoughts will lead you down the wrong path. Do everything in calm and stillness so you can react wisely and with strength when needed, but, but wisely so you don't get yourself in more trouble or other people in yeah. more trouble. Daniel, how are the, How old are you? If you don't mind my asking, you don't have uh, to. You don't have to I answer just that. Turned thirty. Okay, right on, man. How'd you hear about the show? Um, I first heard about the show on a when you showed up on a No White Guilt streams. When I first heard about it, cool, man. And I thought you were, I thought you were fun, uh, a cool guy. I started watching the stream, and then it was nice having a little bit of a. Just a different personality too, as well. Oh yeah, you're, you're very unique. You're very not replaceable, not replaceable, a collective or individual scale. You're very a uh, unique person. Well, thanks, man. Do you ever catch JLP? Yeah, I watch him a little bit, not as often. I'm trying to keep up with streams in general. Yeah, but I have subbed. I have subbed to right stream. on, man. You you working right now? Are you working? Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I wish you well. Call me again, Daniel. It's good to hear from you. And good advice on uh, being wise with your words when you're trying to defend um, the truth about whites and all that stuff, really. Because it's not just defending white people. It's defending the truth. These people aren't for what's right. (laughs) But anyway, thanks, man. Call me again. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Yeah. We're going. All right, you too. Daniel in Florida. Quite positive he is. Right on. <laughs> Hake blushing, says Steve Z. Whatever, man. I got to get to John in Kentucky. He called in yesterday, and I didn't get to him, and I forgot to mention his call. John in Kentucky. Kentucky, John. How you doing? I forgot what I called for yesterday, man. You know, I'll be, I'll be listening and listening for something to call in about, but yeah, I just heard you say something about Christian. You're always talking about being a Christian. Right. And... When I was growing up as a Christian, I didn't think of being a Christian as the same way that JLP has y'all doing the silent prayer and forgiving your mom uh-huh. and doing all that stuff. What was so your under- a, What's your understanding of so, Christianity from when you were growing up, raised in it? Well, it was all about uh, being Christ-like, loving your neighbor, being kind to everybody, going to church on Sundays, and that was it. That was it. Nice. Reading one passage per Sunday, reading one passage per Sunday, having a whole sermon about it, and you learn nothing. Oh, yeah. But Christ, but, like, Christ, Christ frequently went quiet uh, away to pray. I don't know if it was silently. I would guess it maybe. And then also he for, was all about forgiveness. And so if you're loving everybody, including your neighbor, you love and forgive your mother. Yeah, that's bull crap. <laughs> How is it bull? Whatever, bull man. 
But the reason why I call is because you always give a judgment on what a Christian is, and I want to know what your idea of a Christian is. It's a lot what you said, and it's also praying, yes, forgiving, yes. And uh, somebody who lives right, and not somebody who follows in the ways of the world, such as jumping into false identity too much with with uh, different physical things about you and your heritage or your uh, sex mess and all that stuff. Those are not your real identity. And uh, biblically, biblically, it is for the Israelites. It is. Nuh-uh. But <laughs> why, why is it that y'all are so weird? Like when it comes to the way y'all have church, y'all are weird, man. That's not. That's not really church. It's it's the, like, it's the least weird of church. Actually, it's it's weird no. in that it's unusual, but it's the least weird. It's the most natural church there is. It's just like what JST calls it, fellowship. It's just discussion. Real but discussion. But there's no worship involved. How you do you don't know? worship. How do you know? Because I watch it every Sunday, man. And what's worship? Worship is giving God praise. And y'all hardly ever talk about, talk about God. It's, all, it's, it's like the radio in auditorium form. Like, all you do is the JLP oh. show in auditorium form. The JLP show is, it is awesome. Isn't the JLP show so great how he helps people? Uh, gives them great advice, and they give some good advice sometimes, too? Insight? Man, I think it's brainwashing. Brainwashing? brainwashing it's just a matter yeah. of commonsensical stuff. And it's, and it's always do what you want, of course, and see for yourself. Yeah, that's the trick. That's Some the people, trick, though. Well, it's not a trick. The, the devil can trick you with that, for sure. The devil can brainwash yeah. you into Jesse thumping, just like people turn yeah. into Bible thumping or Black Hebrew Israelite thumping or yeah, SJW thumping. Everybody has their cult members because cult members right. are a t- type of personality which the whole world is infected with this with this cult following personality and so everybody has yes, their y'all. pet cults include and it's like, you too everybody no but listen, listen no he's like he's like do what you want yeah but suffer and die right <laughs> do what you want but suffer and die yeah what kind of what kind of pastor will tell his congregation to suffer and die that's love that is not love you should confront why not just you suffer could, you could should why not just say suffer? But you're going to die if you continue down yeah. that road. But nah, anyway, and also, exactly. anyway, uh, he also, it's also kind of a blessing to suffer and to die. Like, because if you, if you let your ego, if you will, for lack of a better word, suffer and die, then you'll live. You'll get up and live. Hey, you will question. heal and live. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Quick question. Why don't y'all pray? Like, pray for your congregation. But, I know but say you say, why don't prayer. we worship? We don't. Why don't we pray? How do you know we're not worshiping and praying? Because, like I said, I watch y'all on Sundays. Because, and you don't have the eyes to see or ears to hear that that's it's, worship and that's prayer. It's entertainment. Hey, hey, but you got me off the point a second okay. ago. We were talking about brainwashing. Yeah. You know how when Jesse asks you a question, if you don't answer it directly, yes. he says it. He asks you over and over <laughs> yeah. and over. He's yeah. Just prepping your mind. And the gullible people, prepping? They, they give in to it. <laughs> yes, prepping your mind. What's like, that mean, prepping? It's, uh, it's like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, hypnosis. <laughs> they say it over and over and over. He just he's prepping breaking, your mind. No, he's not hypnosis. 
well, I could understand that. Yes, some people get hypnotized by the entertainment of it or the or the uh, or the tactic. They get brainwashed by the tactic and they become little Jesse bots trying to do the same thing to other yeah. people. But yeah. but it also it's meant to awaken the people who will be awakened. So if you keep on asking the question, they will finally realize that they are not answering they're the question directly. Mean. Hold on. They don't well, they realize that they're not answering the question directly. All right. And so it's, look, he has no Go ahead. He has no problem when he asks a question and these people you, are, you are trying I mean? to fix their answer. Listen real quick. Okay. They try to fix their answer to set, uh, to to sound exactly like the way Jesse will respond. He's like, oh, yeah, good answer. He never said that. Do, <laughs> all they're trying to do is no. make them feel good, like they're, like they're paying attention. Yeah, people, man, people it, do that. It's entertaining. People, it is entertaining, man. People, people do cater their answers to how they think that yes, Jesse will like it. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, I, I get that. That's shame on them. And he can see through that, and everybody can see through that. A lot of people can see through that. It's, it's and uh, that's why only if that's why only a few, even of those who uh, attend bond church services, are will wake up because most people are just deluding themselves into thinking, well, at least I'm here. That's a little bit better, or at least I know that I can go back to the silent prayer, even though I'm not committed to it, or whatever. Most people are going to just say the right things, and <laughs> it's no different than going to those big mega churches. Where those pastors have them have, have those people's minds, and they'll they'll say and do whatever them people want. It, it's brainwashing. It's it's cult. It's who's it is, who's brainwashing? Satan or what? Who's brainwashing? Jesse is Jesse is uh, brainwashed by Satan, and <laughs> uh, all your, your congregation, including you, are brainwashed by Jesse. Interesting, man. Uh, Who? There may be some truth to that. A lot of people, not Jesse being brainwashed. I mean, he's overcoming his brainwashing by Satan. And and uh, a lot of people, anybody who puts Jesse on a pedestal will be brainwashed by Satan, by them looking at looking at Jesse getting brainwashed by Satan because they're not uh, looking at the truth within. That Jesse's pointing people Jesse's back to. Are not at the top? No, Are he's not at Jesse's the top. not at the top? No. Jesse's at the top. No. And then you guys are right below Jesse because you are like his uh, his right hand man. That's why he's getting this uh, this whole uh, YouTube. Uh, I don't know how to say it, but you got you, you got it's Nick, a network. You got, uh, it's a network. Jesse network. Peterson's network with Nick Stream, the, the anchor, the anchor baby, his yeah. show, and we got Joel Friday, and we got Joel Friday TV. And each one is unique. And some of us maybe maybe spout a little Jesse here and there. A bit because we don't we're, you, we're not you the most thank you, you. The most. i know but uh that's not good that's not good maybe maybe not but irregardless we're growing out of it and growing into our <laughs> yeah i know we're growing out of it and growing into our own hopefully that's the idea why not be your own now that's what i'm I trying mean, to be my, that's what i'm trying to be dad, john <laughs> my dad raised me to be you know a strong black man but Jesse's right. Well, you're not a strong black man. You're a black Hebrew I am a strong Israelite. Black man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm you're strong, a brain. You're brainwashed. Now. You're not. You're not strong. No, I'm not brainwashed. Yeah, you I'm are. Not brainwashed. I used. I used to be brainwashed. You even still believe. Christian. You even still believe in racism. You were brainwashed as a Christian, and you're, now you're brainwashed. You don't believe in racism? No. You now you're brainwashed as a black Hebrew Israelite racism believer. 
Hey, what's the new guy's name, man? Uh, Sean, the producer. Every time I call, he he's the most polite one out of all y'all. Like, I don't even think he's racist at all. <laughs> I, I would like to hear him, like, talk, like, on your show or something so, so I can get a feel for you, his personality. You could check out uh, Friday's show. I had him on for a few minutes. Uh, oh, for, oh, that was him? That was him? Yeah, the Irishman. With oh, okay, okay. Tall guy. Well, he seems more down to earth than y'all. He y'all may be captured. Y'all are captured. Well, well, interesting. Uh, interesting criticism, man. Interesting criticism. Yeah. I shall consider it. And uh, tell Nick he's a Colombian uh, <laughs> a coon. <laughs> you can't say that word, man. This is a. I can't say coon. Is, I mean, I don't know if you can. Maybe you can because you're black and uh, parents. Can they, can John, can Kentucky John say the C O O N word? Man, you have no kids to, listening to this in show. In front of the kids. Kids are listening, John. Colombian you, Uncle Tom, yeah. Colombian Uncle Tom. Whatever, man. He's also Cuban. Okay. And also, he's an Anglo. I mean, that's right. No, he's that like Colombian. <laughs> Colombian and Cuban. Uh, Nick says oh, okay. that means nothing. You want to you wanna respond to him at all? <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that even means. Colombian Uncle Tom. The same way Jesse has Meaning a, I'm like, has a I'm thing for, about his I'm, people. Am I forsaking my people or something like that? There was no Uncle Tom's cabin in Colombia. <laughs> okay. Are there any raccoons but, in Colombia? I don't know. It's a jungle. <laughs> I don't think raccoons are jungle are uh, in jungles. Hey, yeah, I'm not sure what you mean. Hey, hey, John in Kentucky, though, my point is I get your criticism, and I think Nick does too, about um, about weaker, weaker personalities falling into... Uh, Falling into copying a, a stronger personality or his or totally. that person's uh, oh, yeah, uh, that's, beliefs. That's super weak, right there. That's yeah. super weak. But uh, but that doesn't m- mean that Jesse's listening to Satan. It just means that he's telling the truth. And then there's people who are copycats or whatever. That doesn't anybody reflect who on, adds him. on to the and word. It, and anyway, you should call Jesse about your criticisms of Jesse. But granted, your criticisms are more t- or or towards me. So I guess it's fair. Who's Wait, the guy yeah, you man. listen to? Yeah, who John? do you listen to? Who's the guy you listen to, John? What's that? Who's the guy you listen to, John? Who do I emulate or who do I take as truth? Yeah. I don't know, whatever however you see it, but you know, who's the guy you spout off, whatever he's saying. His name is his name is Nunya. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna finish that? Don't say, say Nunya D word business. I don't he think he has he... to say Nunya who first. N- oh, but, uh, anyway, yeah, that's Nunya. Oh, that's how Nunya. do I find him? Nunya. What's his YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't listen Nunya to at, at one, Nunya business. one man like y'all, and y'all are yes men. Y'all say yes to everybody. I can't no, do that, man. No, I don't. Not, not <laughs> when to J- me, but when JLP has, No, when JLP has a criticism for me, I'm like, no, not true. <laughs> mm, I doubt it. Oh, yeah, no, I know. But anyway. I gotta Nick go, man. Say no at all. all I think right. you've I think you've made your point. Appreciate it, man. Good to hear from you. Yep. Oh, and you were saying yep. who wrote your response was to spoiler alert, saying the mere fact the biblical sp- scripture is written in written form is evidence the ancient Israelites weren't black. No black population oh, ever had writing back oh, then. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, the the original Egyptians were black Africans. Says the you, the and they didn't, and they and they didn't write anything, did they? Yes, they did. They wrote on papyrus. They were the first. I always pronounced it papyrus, 
But you might be papyrus, papyrus. No, it's okay. But it Whatever. wasn't. It wasn't Caucasian people like that caller thinks. Like he's an idiot. Anybody who thinks white people came up with every single thing and concept on this earth <laughs> are idiots. Oh, fair enough. Are true idiots. <laughs> Dang, and you're saying that. I mean, that's true. That's that true idiot. But you're saying it passionately. Um, because there's some white people who think that white people created every single thing on this earth. Right. No, that's silly. And, and that's ridiculous. They just don't know. And uh, but I don't think that the Egyptians were black. I could be the wrong. Egyptians were tr- they were truly black. I mean, you still have mummies today that you, you'll see their super dark skin. You'll see the hairstyles. You'll see the features of the Israelites. I mean, not Israelites, the uh, Egyptians. Uh-huh. And you can't say they're white. And you can't I say never, that today's Egyptians. I never said so that they were white. The I never said that they were white, but I don't know. Uh, hey. But I don't think they were black. Trust me. There are white people think. They were African. Okay. They were truly African. Every everything came from Africa. That's the motherland. Even y'all. Nah, you, now you're go, you're yeah. being ridiculous. Where did y'all come from? It hey? doesn't even matter, man. It doesn't. Where even did matter. y'all come from? I gotta go. We'll it, talk again. It matters though. Yeah, I'm gonna ask okay. you tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Bye. John in Kentucky. Somebody called him Kentucky John, and the name stuck. It's sort of rolls off the tongue. Oh my goodness, we are past the top of the hour. Before I get back to calls, guys, hang tight. Um, it's time for some music. How about this, guys? Oh, Lordy, I am going to have fun with this, or you might, maybe. It's uh, Christian uh, children's music. Oh, heck yes. Heck yes. This is Mary Rice Hopkins, Matilda the Gorilla. And I think it was released in 1991, 15 singable songs, I think. Not quite sure. But hope you enjoy it. Cover your ears, press mute, you musical Philistines, or grin and bear it. And I'll be right back for the rest, not much left, of Hour 2. Hang tight. Singing Matilda family. 
catchy. I had no idea this is what I'd be listening to when I killed myself. I uh, just about. Monkey sounds. <laughs> uh. Papa, what a mess. <laughs> Hake thinks it's karaoke time. <laughs> well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful <laughs> music. Revan JJ, Revan JJ says, ha ha ha, playing this song after that call. <laughs> nah, man, I don't think, no, I disavow. I wouldn't do that because of it's racist. I think it's funny. I grew up on that song. At Christian Family Camp with Music Mama. That's right. Mary Rice Hopkins was Music Mama. And we cherish women. It's Women's History Month. So corny. BLM anthem. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's stop with those dog whistles. Those bullhorns. Anyway. <laughs> uh, funny. Kids love this stuff, says uh, Mike Gibson. Yeah. Shout out to the kids. <laughs> uh, Hague's dog whistle is turning into a bullhorn I will save your suburbs Said Trump And then uh, phony uh, Sleepy Joe Biden The vice the vice president Former senator Said oh your dog whistle sounds like a bullhorn Newsflash Trump There are POCs In the, uh, in the uh, suburbs too Like Trump didn't know that Obama was destroying the suburbs, and so did so has Biden returned with it, with HUD and forced integration and pushing uh, Section 8 people and all that mess into the uh, beautiful suburbs. Terrible. Destroying property values all around the world, the country anyway. People's livelihoods, as Asmodor said on my show in that call a couple of years ago, talking about uh, Pete Buttigieg and Joy Reid covering... Some racist housing policy. Give me a break. Super chat from, uh, where from? Oh, yeah, streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Loves soda, does not like juice, says, I had a pet gorilla. And Serena was her name. Ooh, 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 ah, ah, ah. Tennis Serena would play and chimp out when things did not go her way. Ooh, 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 ah, ah, ah. I disavow. I love that queen. Serena Williams, she is a woman, a human woman. But thank you, Love Soda does not like juice. It was somewhat uh, funny, kind of funny, nice. I disavow that, of course. Just search hair and eye color of King Ramses, says Love Soda does not like juice. King Ramses, is that one of the pharaohs? And it will tell you that he had red hair and green eyes per DNA test. Not black at all. Well, maybe he was... I almost said hermaphrodite, but I meant, what's that word? Uh, when you're pale, but black? Albino. albino. Maybe he was albino. <laughs> anyway. There are some blue-eyed, oh, green-eyed. Hmm. I've seen some green-eyed blacks. They're mixed, though. 
They also have hieroglyphs that almost all kings of Egypt were not black. I think one queen was, and she did not last long. Says loves soda, does not like juice. And he also gives these words that I disavow. We must secure the existence of our people. Will the algorithm catch me saying this? And a future for white children. No hate in that statement whatsoever. No, it's not. There's no hate in those uh, 14 I disavow words. (laughs) But uh, the guy who coined them, he was an alleged, according to Wikipedia, okay, accomplice to a murder of a journalist. Not a Christian journalist. But, you know, he may have driven the car in a hit and run. Not a hit and run. A hit. A drive-by or something. I don't know. Do whites do drive-bys? Of Jewish journalists? I don't know. But it was an assassination, and he might have been involved in it. And so irregardless of whether those words themselves have any hate sounds in them, he was not a good man, according to that report. I don't know the truth of it. But who is a good man? Nobody. Uh, John WX25 with the Super Chat says... uh, Let's understand. Jesse pushes love and forgiveness. Black Israelite John called that bogus C word for poop. (laughs) Black Israelite John wants you to be a slave. Yeah, he wants whites to be slaves, yeah. Or at least he says it's gonna happen. And he doesn't seem sad about it. And is so secure with the fake black Israelites... That he listens to JLP Fellowship. <laughs> I mean, it's very engaging. As church goes, it is the, one of the most engaging churches, church fellowships. Uh, thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Let me double check on buy me a coffee and Ko-Fi before I get back to the calls and stories. Check over on Rumble. Oh, yes, indeed. Being enlightened till I rise. Dude, just watched your modern day debate. I know it's old, sorry. But I have no idea how you were able to stay in the room full of uh, devils. Oh, okay, he's all, dude, I just watched, he's saying, I've just watched your modern day debate. I know it's old, sorry. But I have no idea how you were able to stay in that room full of devils, shaking my head. Oh, are you referring to when I appeared in, like, Dallas, Texas? Talking about the transgender stuff agenda or something? I did a couple of debates in person with Modern Day Debate, live streamed or pre-recorded or both. And shout out to James Kuntz. And that was a great event. Uh, and yeah, I sat right next to a transgender. I mean, he's not really a transgender. Like, nobody's that. But what's the, what they call that, right? And I'm um, like, I wish you well. Amy. Uh, Lordy, how do you talk about these people without misgendering them by telling, saying their real thing? (laughs) And I wish that I knew the guy's original name so I could dead name him, respectfully dead name. You can respectfully dead name, right? I'm shaking my head. Like I call him Richard Levine, right? It's respectful. YouTube. Uh, I call him Kanye West. <laughs> That's not a... I mean, he changed to yay, didn't change to a woman. 
<laughs> and I call him uh, Bruce Jenner because I respect these people too much. And also, like, I respect myself a little bit. I feel like a goofy person because I can't say goof, right? Sorry, kids. Sorry, Canadian kids. Don't say that word. I heard that it's bad. Uh, I feel like a goofy person saying these things. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Canadian prison guys. <laughs> Don't call Canadian prison guys that word. How they force you to play along. It's ridiculous. Oh, I got some more super chats over on Odyssey. O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hake Report. Asmodor, whose name I just mentioned, he's called in before a couple of times. I've been on his show too, the Crypto Report with a K. This caller doesn't have a brain to wash. <laughs> I think he's referring to John in Kentucky. Jesus asks questions over, oh, Jesse asks questions over and over because people are such liars, they can't say yes or no. Yeah, it breaks through. It actually wakes you up out of your brainwashing, potentially. John hates his skin and race so much he pretends to be a Jew, says Asmodor. Egyptians weren't black. They had black slaves. They made the black slaves wash. (laughs) There are certain parts. Well, he says naughty bits. I'm trying to censor naughty bits. What in the world? Uh, Matilda the gorilla (laughs) says Asmodor. And I disavow this. Is John from Kentucky's mom? I disavow that. Uh, John from Kentucky. I, of course, disavow that. <laughs> Funny. And thank you, Asmodor, man. Appreciate that. <sighs> Quickly, let me get to Michael in the Bronx. Tired of hearing my voice. First time caller, Michael in the Bronx, New York. How you doing, man? Hey, can you hear me? Yes. I'm doing great, man. First of all, I want to uh, debunk that whole um, Egyptian notion that uh, blacks came from Egypt because I feel like um, science, right? Science. Like, the liberals are always telling us, follow the science, right? We're like, the coof. And every and every and everything else, the right? coup. You need to follow science. But what happened when um, scientists, like a team of scientists, exhumed the body of Tukatah Muhammad King many Ta- years ago and purged his DNA and found that he was European? Wow, King Tut oh, was European. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how about that one, huh? And then everybody stayed silent about that because no one wanted to talk about that, right? Interesting. But those were scientists. These are the same scientists that are telling us now that you need to co- cover your face and, and, and you need to beware of the coof because, you know, stuff is popping off. And you know what? I just don't trust people like this. And you know what else I don't trust? The government. I don't trust the government. Yeah. Number one, you see, last night, a favorite YouTuber of mine was in New York City last night. Um, live, or I'm, I'm not, maybe I'll give his name. His name is Lou Valentino. Okay. He's a very based uh, Puerto Rican guy that had just, just recently turned conservative. And they had all kinds of media down there. They had like Telemundo, CNN, NBC, and they were dating him. He was doing interviews and they were baiting him with like big questions. 
Like, oh, well, you're a Latino. How come you don't vote this? No one, any, any, anyone that's truly woke is no longer seeing in black and white color. That's just my opinion, right? What do you mean by anyone truly woke? Anyone that is truly woke. Meaning awake? Is no, is no longer seeing in racism. Or we're seeing as a country and we're seeing as American. Oh, okay. And the rest of the world hasn't caught up yet, right? Because a lot of the rest of the world is communist. North Korea, China, Russia, a lot of them believe in we need to control free speech for like our people. We need to control what they see. We need to we need to control what they say. America is the last frontier that is allowing stuff like that. And the minute you diminish that, then you are taking God. I mean, they've already taken God out of everything, no? Yeah. Take. They put their yeah, God into your, it. What's your, what's, your, uh, what's your thoughts on them uh, getting rid of the uh, Pledge of Allegiance in uh, American schools? It's par for the course. It's like I'm, su- I'm surprised it didn't took this long to get to, to get rid of it. You know, it's evil, evil people. Yeah, but when when you say par for the course, right? Yeah. Is 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 that is that is that like? You're saying par for the course, like something that's to be expected. Yeah, like, given okay, given we how know, we know it's coming. So okay, so then here's my we rebuttal to that. How do you de- defend against something like that? How do you defend against taking down the pledge yeah, of allegiance? How, how, how do you defend against the mob coming at you, coming at you in numbers? They control media. They control Hollywood. They, they they control most of the mainstream media. They they control everything. You, how do you fight against something like that? Like how do you fight against the machine? I say you be your own man against that. I mean, you be your own man and not give in personally when confronted with different situations where where you would be uh, forced to give in to something in the right ways. Yeah, correct. Stand yeah. alone. Be willing so, to stand alone. And you'll be a, right. and be a uh, the right example so that it's inspiring to others and not enraging to people unnecessarily. Don't go out of your way yeah. to enrage people because yeah, you may spark outrage and other people, bunch of people, devils fighting and debate amongst each other, and yeah. that's probably going to happen anyway, right? But well, what 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 you see what you see going on right now in yeah. modern history is an over an, an overwrite of actual history, right? Okay, because right. we didn't have phones and we didn't have things to videotape what went back two hundred, three hundred years. Then that's all hearsay and it's up for fucking debate. Oh, but keep it clean, we man. Have on video, Michael, right, keep, keep it clean. No, no, no. But I'm saying. Did you hear me say keep it clean? Now, Do you understand what I mean? Keep it clean. Don't cuss. No, 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 no. What are you no, saying? No, I, no, 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 no. I'm saying don't cuss. You said the f word. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. Yeah, I accept. Yeah, you can let your producers bleep, bleep, bleep that out. No, I think the producers can't do that. <laughs> I'm my own producer, I mean, this, this, and it this, went this, out this live on air. Sorry, kids. Sorry, oh, parents. So anyway, go ahead. What? I said sorry kids, Hello? sorry parents, because oh, kids no, 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 no. are kids are listening. Don't I, say I, no, 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 no. When I tell I when I'm telling you something, <laughs> you're misunderstanding no, 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 what I'm no, no, saying. No, no, no. No I have more, to stop no you. I, I, okay. I understand. Right. Beta, 
Beta. Nice. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. How old are you, if you don't mind my asking? I'm uh, 40 fucking, ooh, I'm 47. <laughs> Dang. What do you think, kids? Should I hang up what? on him now? <laughs> I, I he can't help it, kids. In upstate, I grew up 20 years in upstate New York. I, I, I came down to the Bronx yeah. 16 years ago, and I lived here ever since. What a culture shock for me. What a culture shock. Upstate New York I is uh, nice. from fishing, yeah. hunting, and NASCAR. And I and I, and I came down to an all black area where like I had to like develop in this new field of healthcare and I had to do all of this stuff and there was no other white dudes around me right and like there was a lot of stuff going on. You sound but, like, like you you sound eight, like you've acclimated 18, though. No, no, no. I yes, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, that's well. You know, you know what? That's a human instinct survival, right? Yeah. You either adapt or you die, right? Right. So, so that's in that that's in every one of us, right? You either adapt to your environment or you die to it. So I've adapted to my environment. Nice. But it just, it doesn't take out the fact that I've I've been like you know a loyal conservative since then. Right. On. And I'm coming down here and I'm teaching blacks and Latinos, and a lot of them are turning around to the conservative party for good reasons. Yeah. They're seeing they're seeing what they're doing, right? They're seeing what the, the Democratic Party is about. Right. They're seeing all like the hatred and the nonsense and the lies and the race division and and, the, and they're not liking that, right? Yeah. Why aren't they liking stuff like that? Why? Because Why it's funny. The minorities, they can see my, through it. My, mind you, mind you, hold on, hold on, hold uh-huh. on, Mike. Before <laughs> we hang up. The yep. number one thing I want to say about minorities in the world, and a lot of people aren't going to like this. A lot of you, a lot of you are going to like this. Just say it, man. It's a statistical fact. Whites are the minority in the world. Yeah, I heard Forget that. about America. Whites are the minority in the world. There's Arabs, and there's blacks, and, and there's so much more population above white people. Right. Asians. We're almost, we're almost becoming a uh, goy, right? What's that Beta. mean? What's that? What did you say? I think he hung up on purpose. I think he did a punchline. We're almost becoming goy? I think he said that. But anyway, thank you, man. I think that you're friendly. <laughs> I wanted to ask him if he's Italian. But, alas, I cannot. Oh, well. Thanks for the call, man. Uh, I guess call me again sometime, if you like. Denny in Bulgaria is on the line. Been on hold for some time. Denny, thank you for calling, man. How are you doing? Good day, Mr. Hicks. I'm doing well. I hope you're doing fine. I am. Thank you. I'm glad to hear. Mr. Hicks, I'm calling because I have a bit of an update, uh, and I'd like to make a bit of a comparison between the refugees that we used to have in Europe <clears throat> and those from the Middle East and those from Ukraine. It's been one year since uh, the war started. Yeah. A little bit more than but I wanted to make that. And if possible, uh, if I have a bit of a moment afterwards, I would like to give my opinion about this whole Egypt thing. Uh, I would uh, like to highlight a few differences uh, between the two so-called refugees. Of course, uh, when the Ukrainians came here, they, they mostly focused uh, uh, in, in Bulgaria, Serbia, Poland, and uh, some of them in Turkey. 
those who already had uh, trade connections, most of them were involved in different kind of trades, stocks and stuff, something like that. Uh-huh. They went to Turkey because they were already familiar with the people over there. <clears throat> Mr. Hague, forgive me for my voice. I, I don't feel very well, so oh, okay. my, my voice is a bit rough. Sorry about that. My no worries. Voice. I didn't notice. And uh, Oh, all right. And uh, the majority of the Ukrainians that actually got here uh, uh, either are now already married, uh, they have jobs, they, they work, and it's pretty remarkable to see how easily they assimilated it. Uh, I, I actually went to, and the reason I'm calling you, I, I went to a store today, I had to buy some groceries, and the woman, the cashier, she was a Ukrainian woman, and in all fairness, uh I, I barely noticed because her accent was almost non-existent. She, she was, it was like she was always, always there. Wow. And it, it's great folks like that because uh, it's really good to be, well, you know, it's a tragedy what happened, of course, to, to be banished from your own home, but it's really nice to go to a neighboring country and to, to a place that you already know the culture and fit right it's in. Easy huh? for both they do. They do indeed. That's cool. And uh, that's a nice report. Most, in, indeed. Thank you. And most of the people that came from the Middle East, well, those people are impossible to assimilate. Yeah. They they literally turn one of the one of the most expensive area into a ghetto. It, it's disgusting. Wow. And uh, <clears throat> I was actually thinking of buying property over there because it's incredibly cheap. But <laughs> wow. then again, I decided not to because. You know they multiply like 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 rabbits, and I don't I don't know what's going to happen over there. So I decided not to. <clears throat> hmm. But this Terrible. is a pretty good contrast. That yes, is. And, uh, but at, at least they are contained in one area, which is pretty good, and nobody wants them around. Those that are doing the mess, of course, there are some fine people over there, but most of them are just holding over there. So you know, better to contain it, and. If I have but a moment, may I please uh, share my thoughts about this whole ridiculous conversation that's been going on about Egypt? Sure. Go ahead. Uh, one of your friends or associates or colleagues, I'm not certain, mentioned the name Ramesses the Great. Ramses, yeah. Ra- Ramesses yes, the Great. Ramses, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I grew up listening to my father about him, also known as the champion of Kadesh, who was a remarkable man. Also... Many historians have uh, very good reasons to believe that he wasn't exactly like that. I know that uh, report and that story that the mummy there specific European features, which is fine. But keep in mind, we're talking about a man who lived, fought, ruled, and died about 4,000 years ago. Wow. And back then, about 4,000. I'm, I'm not in front of a computer like can't actually check it for myself exact date. It's at least three thousand. It's over. At it's least, certainly yes. over three thousand. I would say. Yes, and according to the scriptures, and uh, ancient Egyptians were one of the greatest and the most remarkable bureaucrats ever. They documented everything, like everything. Nice. There are documents about people age, so it's, <laughs> it's very documented. Awesome. But uh, according to them. The, this uh, pharaoh, the champion of Kadesh, Ramesses II, he died at the age of 96, 
and he ruled for about 66 years. The average lifespan back then was about 40, 42 years. Wow. And a lot of historians have very good reason to believe that that's not... Yes, the name is like that, but it's not the same man. Look at his statues. Many of the statues don't resemble the mummy at all. Huh. And, yeah, so... <clears throat> yeah, they, they when they made the statues, they took some liberties to, so the the pharaoh can look more godly. And oh like that. yeah, but but well, that's that's a big liberty. So they really don't look like him at all. And many of the statues that were built over the uh, the period of sixty six years of ruling, but they're different from one another too. Yes, people change in time, but they don't change that much. Huh? Yeah, this. So, this thing says that he died at 90 or 91 years old. Probably, yes. I, I told you I don't have a, a Wikipedia in front of me, so I can't Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, so, he's, uh, so he's, he basically died at the age of 90, and he ruled for about 60 years. Wow. And maybe it's true, but it's incredibly unlikely. So, and about the whole Egyptian thing, <clears throat> if you can... Since you're on Wikipedia right now, if you can just type uh, anything uh, like a fresca, a painting from ancient Egypt, not that it's important, but the color of the skin of those people, uh, just look at the women. And the reason I'm telling you this is because mostly back then, women worked and were, were placed indoors. So that's the natural skin color. Ah. The men were a little darker because they worked outside. Either they were soldiers, farmers, yeah. or something. But back then, there wasn't home office. So they they did it outside. So, of course, the sun implements. And the reason I'm telling you this is because, in all fairness, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter yep. what those people like. It doesn't matter if the champion of Kadesh was indeed one man or many. What matters is well, I can't say what happened because I wasn't there, but those are really good stories from ancient Egypt. I've, I've been reading about them for over 20 years. I started when I was a child. I highly doubt that even if I live up to 100, I'll be able to read them all because there's so many. Yeah. But what matters are the stories from there. Nobody ever there. And Egypt was actually a very diverse to say it like that. Okay. Uh, they were powerful. The I mean, uh, didn't the Israel, the the sons of Abraham, when there was a crazy famine, he sent his sons to Egypt to uh, because the Egyptians, under Joseph's direction, their brother, they didn't realize it, had uh, prepared for the famine. And they sold their brother to the Egyptians to be a slave before that. So they had slaves of all sorts, so they must have been pretty powerful and widespread as a apology, country. But as much as I love history, I've never read the Bible, and wow. at least for now I don't, so I can't, I can't really tell you if this is true or not, or if I read it or not, because I'm not familiar. Okay. But they were powerful, and there were a lot of different people over there. Ptolemy, for example, that you probably know, Cleopatra. Uh, the last Ptolemy. Well, Ptolemy is actually a general from uh, Alexander's army. He was Greek. Huh. And 
they actually when a new emperor because Cleopatra was either the 13th or the 14th Ptolemy. I don't remember anymore. Uh, normally, they were basically forced to marry and reproduce with other Greek novelties over there so that they can keep up the line. Wow. And, uh, yes, so, so there were black pharaohs, of course, Ahenaten, a man who I deeply love, admire, and respect. Uh, he was a very wise ruler. Look at his statues. He was purely African. You, you can see the features, the features in the face and the, the bone structure and everything. Of course, again, exaggerated a little bit so that he can look a bit more godly, but still, the features were there. Hmm. Uh, he was 100% African. I don't know where from, but yes, you can tell that. And there, there were Greek dynasties, Roman dynasties, African dynasties, uh, Middle Eastern dynasties. All so, as leaders of Egypt? Yes. Wow. Who well, knew? In total, I think there were about 22 dynasties. So, I had no idea. Wow. Interesting, it's man. It's a very interesting concept. So to say something like, you, like that... And like is, you said, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't. I'm just highlighting the fact that the the appearance doesn't matter. What those yeah. people did, however does. And it's a remarkable story, remarkable history, and it's an absolute joy to read about it. Nice. Uh, because it, it purely, it, it's a little bit sad because when I read about that, it shows me that we haven't really changed that much in attitude, in views, in anger, in, in destruction, in ridiculousness. But it also is it, it, it's pretty good to see that no matter what, there are also decent people who are fighting for things that are right. Yep. So this is why I want to recommend this. And with that said, Mr. Haig, I'd like to wish you and uh, your colleagues and your viewers all the best. God be with you. And... Uh, Stay safe, sir. Thank you, Denny in Bulgaria. Take care. Likewise. Bye. All right. Bye. Nice call. Before I get back to calls, hang tight, callers. I will get back to you. I promise. Do I break my promises? Super chat from a uh, spoiler alert gave a tip on Ko-Fi, ko-fi.com slash the hate report. There's no evidence that any black society had ever built a two-story building. (laughs) So the idea that they designed and built the pyramids at Giza, am I pronouncing that correctly, seems like nonsense. Fair point, spoiler alert. Thank you for the tip, and thank you, as always, for your excellent um, moderating, moderator uh, tips and stuff like that in the YouTube chat on Hake. That's cool. So, I gotta, I gotta get you, get you these blinking flashbacks. No, I don't have any clip footage of this, but, um, you, uh, remember this? This is 2021. I'm talking about Blinken because Blinken warned China, called out China for providing diplomatic cover for Putin, who was, uh, the International Criminal Court issued a uh, arrest warrant for Putin because I think he's deporting kids or something like that. Something to do with children. Something to do with the Ukraine war, right? Which we're helping. U.S.-China meeting breaks into tense confrontation on camera. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, remember, remember this? And National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, shaking my head, 
I've talked about him before. And Chinese diplomats had a tense exchange at a key first meeting in Alaska. That's from 2021, one of the at the early days of the sleepy Biden administration. And Tucker Carlson, who may be my competitor, said uh, Chinese government's using Black Lives Matter as a weapon against us. Some interesting details about that conversation. I've talked about it before. Blinken is like, China, you're violating human rights. And uh, then some of these Chinese guys are like, well, you guys violate the human rights of blacks in America, which is everybody knows it's a joke. It's phony. There's no validity to Black Lives Matter's complaints whatsoever, except that, yes, uh, cops do violate the, the rights of the people because it's uh, like set up that way now. And they're for, they enforce politicians' rules. Most of those rules are anti-white and anti-independent thinking, anti-men. So, yeah, I know that's true, but it's not systematic racism. Oh, and poor whites are victims of it, but they support the system against systemic racism because they're anti-black. Dumb. So uh, here's a little head, some headlines and screenshots and things. April 9th, 2021, China rejects U.S.'s human rights hypocrisy and points to the repression of Black Lives Matter. This is from People's World. Oh, yeah, look at that. Oh, look at this. Right here. <laughs> uh, look at those two Chinese guys. I didn't want to say Chinaman because that sounds racist and I would have to disavow myself. But yeah, look at those guys. And it's so phony. <sighs> anyway, in this summit's opening remarks, Blinken accused China of threatening a rules-based order that maintains global stability by their actions regarding Xinjiang, which I don't remember what that is. Hong Kong. I remember the Hong Kong protests, the communist um, youth suckers wanted to stay independent from mainland China, right? Give me a break, you're dumb commies. Commies fighting commies. And Taiwan, too. Taiwan thinks that it's its own country, and then they want to be independent, which I can respect, honestly, a little bit. But they're a bunch of liberals. I've known some Taiwanese. They're a bunch of liberals. Youth student-led protests. Has anything ever good been stood up for by the students? Not in my understanding of uh, history and reality present day. They're always for evil. Brainwashed suckers. Shaking my head. Um, so, and so China's clamped down on those people. So it's, And China's kind of evil for clamping down so hard on those, I guess. But they're evil, yes. They're not Christians. They're, for, they're Marxists. Did you know that? They're like Marxists. Marx was not even Chinese. Where's your pride, China? Shameful. Makes me want to spit. Um, alleged cyber attacks on the United States, economic coercion in other nations. So Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi and Chinese Director of the General Commission for Foreign Affairs Yang Jiechi, Jiechi, Jiechi. Uh, responded in an uncustomary way, reports People's World from this 2021 article, by pointing the finger back at the U.S. Normally, they're not that disrespectful, but they've put up with this disrespect too long, and they're in a more powerful position, I guess, saying the country should address its own human rights record, no such thing as human rights, and stop interfering in China's internal affairs. If they were honest, they wouldn't talk about Black Lives Matter. They'd talk about the January 6th clampdown, which had already started, by May of that year, right? Abortion, but
but China supports abortion, I think. The gay agenda, forcing Christians into the closet, etc. That's and then the taking away of men's uh, children from the men, the fathers, by way of the mothers and the transgender kids agenda. That's what the China should be talking about if they were honest, but they're not. While the Trump administration was instrumental in hardening the U.S. approach towards relations with China, new Biden administration appears to be relying on an illusion of U.S. moral superiority. Yeah, in its early dealings with China. No moral superiority, especially with Biden, which is the Obama administration running the show, and the deep state, which is anti-Christian, anti-white, anti-Trump. Sullivan lectured, Jake Sullivan lectured the Chinese officials on a secret sauce of America, the ability to confront challenges and come out more united as a country. Yeah, right. In turn, Minister Yang, this is from two years ago, countered that the U.S. does not have the qualifications to speak to China in such a condescending manner. Nice. Especially given the U.S. is a country with ongoing human rights concerns. Trolling us, right? Of its own and regularly interferes politically in nations around the world. It's uncommon for Chinese officials to publicly criticize other countries, writes the people's world. I don't know what the people's world is, but it's interesting. It sounds true. And it is perhaps unlikely this would have resulted in other, under uh, different conditions. Firstly, how the U.S. officials engaged when Chinese ministers were guests in their country was likely seen as deeply insulting and provocative, an abrupt break from shared protocols. Yeah, Antony Blinken talking all tough. What, what are you thinking? Anthony Blinken, grandstander. Secondly, China is making massive strides in building fruitful ties with nations worldwide and continues to develop its own country peacefully, they say, (laughs) in a stronger position than it has been in the past and more confidence to defend its own interests. So Yang responded, one of the guys, Yang, right? According to Business Insider in March 2021, this is right after it happened, same day, I think. Chinese officials suggest U.S. should handle its own human rights problems and not meddle in China's affairs. So this Yang guy told, warned the U.S. against meddling in interference on China's internal affairs. Remember the Uyghurs, the Uyghurs, Uyghur Muslims, Uyghurs? <laughs> They're uh, in camps or something and they don't have their rights because they do mass stabbings sometimes on trains and kill people. Uyghurs, Uyghur Muslims. Uh, the country would not accept unwarranted accusations while mocking the U.S.'s blah, 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 domestic instability, human rights. We hope the United States will do better on human rights, they said. China has made steady progress on human rights, which is no such thing. And the fact is there are many problems within the United States regarding human rights, which itself has, it itself, has itself admitted, meaning the United States. That's, this is that Yang guy talking. The challenges facing the U.S. on human rights— Keep on using the word human rights, buddy, are deep seated and did not just emerge over the last four years. For over our two centuries, it is important that we manage our respective affairs well instead of deflecting the blame on someone else in the world. He added that the United States should change its own image and stop advancing its own democracy and the rest of the world. Many people within the United States actually have little confidence in the democracy of the United States. That's true, Yang. Yang said, that's true. I mean, it's not supposed to be a democracy. Somebody said, somebody on the internet, shout out to the internet, said that democracy is, I forget what he said, but it's evil. It is, because the mob is evil. The majority is evil. Uh, The U.S. does not represent the world. It only represents the government of the United, United States, he said. 
contesting the U.S.'s right to speak for other countries. The contentious back and forth continued when Antony Blinken insisted on responding to the Chinese officials. Oh, his pride got pricked, or did it? Stating a hallmark of U.S. leadership at home is a constant quest to, as we say, form a more perfect union. All the dumb liberals say more perfect union. Is that a word? For, is that a buzzword from that guy whom I'm not sure if I should be impressed with? A honest Abe Lincoln. Is that is that his word? His line? More perfect union? Forcing the South to stay in the union against its will? Against our people's will? Shout out to the beautiful South. More perfect union. There's nothing perfect or union about us with under your divisive anti- Whiteness, mess, Anthony Blinken, phony, anti-Christian guy. Anyway, and, our, and that quest, by definition, acknowledges our imperfections, acknowledges that we're not perfect. That's what Blinken said. And I'm sorry, I can't imitate him because I don't know if I've ever heard him talk enough. Maybe I have. He talks kind of normal, actually. Even though he's a phony. What a joke. Anyway, that's the story on that. Oh, man, I won't have time to get to the U.K. racism police story. I'll have to get to that tomorrow. Um, Let me get to a call here, guys. Uh, As promised, right? I promised. Brian in North Carolina on the line. Been on hold forever. Brian, thanks for holding. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Eric. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to try to be quick. Um... I called because I was listening to the conversation between you and John from Kentucky. Yeah. And uh, it reminded me almost immediately once he started trying to insult you and everybody else that's around you. It reminded me of uh, a conversation I had with a childhood friend of mine a couple days ago. And I asked him a question that he seemingly didn't want to answer. And so he began to do something similar to what John just did, which was, called me all kinds of names, but it was a much more personal because, you know, he knows me or knew me rather. And, um, it just made me realize, you know, I, I thought about America and how we're so divided. And I realized that we're not divided by our differences because we're so much more alike than we are different, but rather we're divided by awareness or the lack thereof, because, People like John and like my childhood friend, they just aren't aware of themselves. And so they look out into the world and just accuse everybody else of being the things that they are. And we just got to wish them well. Yeah. I think we're also divided in the country. When you're talking about the country being divided, we're divided with just people are naturally divide amongst each other and fight amongst each other because they're full of hell. You'll find something to fight about. <laughs> you know, when you're close yeah. to somebody, because it's because the people who are on the side of what's right, most of us are a bunch of dummies who get sucked into arguing and fighting with the devil because we're dev- we got devils inside us. You know, we're possessed too. I agree with that. I agree with that because yeah. that you wanting to be close to somebody is begging for a fight. <laughs> I know. <laughs> True. It's like asking for it. Yep. But well, it's just a mess, man. That's all I got. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate your input on that. But you're right. Uh, it, is, it is a lot of these accusations are projection. But if you just accuse, oh, that's you. 
rather than looking at yourself too and see how you're reacting to the person's accusations and all that, right. then uh, everybody just stays blind, somewhat right about each other, but not right about ourselves, so nobody gets better. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, man. That's right. It's good to hear from you. Take care, Ike. All right. You as Likewise, well. Likewise, brother. All right. Uh, Rick in Hampton, Virginia. On the line, I can take Rick for a few minutes here. We got to wrap up for Joel Friday TV. How you doing, Rick? What's up, brother James? What's going on with you? Not much. How about you, man? Hey, it's going on pretty good in Hampton, VA, man. Sixty-three degrees with a lot of sun. Can't... Nice, right on. Yeah. A little rainy out here this morning, which is nice. Really? I like it. Yeah, I. I enjoy the rain. I appreciate yeah. it. We need it. <laughs> hey, you're from California, aren't you? Yeah, I'm from Southern California. I'm from uh, I'm from L.A. Anaheim. Oh man. <laughs> no, I'm from uh, wow. the San Gabriel Valley near Arcadia, Pasadena area. Oh, that's suburbs. Not Just east of L.A. Okay. East of L.A. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yep. Wow. Well, I'm a, just actually, when you think about um, these um, Democrats. Start to regret defunding the police. See what Roland Martin tries to do because he was saying that because oh, you know David Bet asked him. I mean, how did y'all defund the police? But no, we just we didn't defund it. We just reallocated funds. That's that means you're saying we ain't gonna pass. That means you're, you're taking know? funds from the police, right? And just redirected it that way. Y'all can backtrack in case it don't work out. Y'all can say, oh, we were just trying to experiment. We wasn't deliberately trying to defund the police. That. You- you never trust liberals to do right with, uh, even with their ideas that sound nice, because they're not going to do right with it. No, it just, um, and, and, and with Roland Martin, the way to debate that guy, man, you just, just got to use the scriptures. That's what Jesse does. And when he debates them, use, the, use um, you said use the scripture? Yeah, uh, use the, you know, debate them with the scriptures. Like, for example, if you try to go toe-to-toe with Roland Martin, Roland Martin, Roland Martin, for those who don't know, he's this fat liberal black <laughs> who hates, he hates Jesse Lee Peterson. Oh, my gosh. Yep. <laughs> yep. And just always, he always says it's about God. You know, it's about keeping God and God morality. He's trying to make it about politics. Yeah. But even with politics. And he's he supposed to be a God. Christian. His wife is also yeah. a, past, a pastor woman, right? Isn't she like a fat right. black pastor yeah. woman? <laughs> I think. Yep. Terrible. I'm like, if you Christian, you support a lot of godless things. I mean, he, I think he supports gays adopting children. Oh no, he didn't used to. I think, and then he got in trouble I, for. He might now. He he got he got. Yeah. I think he got in trouble one time for not being into all this gay stuff or whatever, or uh, this mm-hmm. effeminate stuff going on with the NFL. And he got in mm-hmm. trouble for it. He had to apologize and lick boots because he's in the mainstream media, kind of. He's like on the outskirts. Yeah, and um, he's on the Democratic payroll. So the more blacks you get to the polls, I believe you probably just pay or get a bonus when you get a lot of blacks <laughs> going for that deep, deep, that Democratic lever. Is that a fact? He's on the Democrat payroll, or are you just saying that? Oh, you think I, so? I, I'm just saying that. I'm oh, okay. Just saying that you know, we don't know that for sure. That's why you right. Yeah. Well, I'm just you know me speculate. That's why that's why he pushed so hard for people to go vote because the more. The more black he gets to go vote for the Democrats, he might get a bonus. Well, hatred and ego are enough of a of a motivator 
even without making all that money. But you're right, money is a major influence. Rick, I got to go, man. I got to cut this short. Take care. Okay, James. Love you, brother. I'll talk to you. All right. Adios, man. Uh, guys, this has been the Hake Report. Thanks for joining. Let's listen to uh, another. Um, oh, this is nice. Grandma's house. G R A M M A apostrophe S. It's in. It's incorrectly spelled. Kids, by Mary Rice Hopkins. Enjoy and adios, America. Cat. Can you unmute me? Catch Joel Friday TV after this. Bye. Give me lessons I need to do My parents give me chores And say they're good for you My friends are nice But they give me advice But there's one place I can kick off my shoes At Grandma's house At Grandma's house I'm always welcome Without a doubt No chores to do Welcome to Grandma's house. She makes me custard that just can't be beat. Oh, she never gets mad, though there's mud on my feet. She laughs at my jokes, I sure like my grandfolks. And I just can't wait to be. to do and goodies I can't refuse so welcome